know this is hard, but I need to ask you some questions about what happened. He tied my hands. He said if I screamed, he'd kill me. No signs of forced entry. Doors and windows were locked. No DNA. Not a single neighbor saw or heard a thing. He brought a blindfold, but nothing to tie her with. Would a shoelace even hold her? You think Marie made up the attack? I'm pretty positive that it happened. Pretty positive or positive? They just kept asking me the same question. How come your story doesn't add up? I wanted to go home. I don't have a victim here. It's bogus. She made it up. We're on the scene of a violent attack. Police say a masked assailant broke in while the victim was sleeping. He said, you need to be more protective of yourself. Black mask, bindings, early morning attacks. I think he's done this before. Aurora, 18 months ago. Intruder, black mask, backpack, tied her out, took photos. To date, has not been caught. You see the pattern. There's a wraith, new evidence, new leads, and then one by one, they dry up until he hits again. This one, they're figuring out on our own. What if he knows stations don't talk to each other as long as he only hits once in each town? You could have detectives from eight different departments investigating eight identical rapes with no clue. They're all chasing the same guy. Victims are all over the map, old, young, different races, so he doesn't have a type. Sure he does, women who live alone. This guy is out there, preying on the most vulnerable women he can find. Where is the outrage? This is not something people get over. This is something they carry with them forever. Even with people that you can trust, if the truth is inconvenient, they don't believe it. All righty. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. You were just listening to the trailer for Netflix's Unbelievable, and that is our review for today. We are here going to be reviewing Netflix's new miniseries, Unbelievable. This will be a spoiler review. We'll give a little bit of the thoughts before we go into spoilers, but this will be spoiler uh, a spoiler review, so you have been warned. I am joined by a special guest, my Netflix buddy, Shannon Watson from from the What The Flip blog in the UK. Shannon, how are you? Welcome back. I'm good. Glad to be back. Yes, it's been a while. I think our last um, Netflix show was The Stranger Things Season 3, kind yeah. of recap and spoiler stuff when we dived into almost every episode of that season. So we are here yeah. to do it again today. I always love coming around for these Netflix reviews, and I also like the fact that we don't do it we don't do it right off the bat, you know, right as soon as the show is over most of the time. For the big ones, we do. But yeah. you and I kind of let everything marinate before we kind of get our, our thoughts out and stuff. But that's always yeah. a good thing. Um, how are things going with you? I think the last time we spoke, you were in the process of, like, moving in and stuff like that. How's that been? 
Yeah, moving. I'm currently um, talking to you while sitting at my desk. So I have a desk now, which is good. Nice. Um, yeah, so before when we were talking for about two hours about Stranger Things, I was sitting on the floor of the same room I'm in now. So I've had an upgrade to a desk. So I'm happy. Oh, that's not comfortable. I didn't know that. <laughs> I, I would have I would have cut the show short or something. No, no, no. I was so involved. <laughs> I was like, I just don't care anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'm 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 happy though. I'm always happy to speak to you about these Netflix shows. We've been we we had a pretty good year as far as all of that, all the shows that we've been watching throughout on Netflix. I I think we did like we did Dead to Me, we did The Society, that was a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> the <Yeah>. society <laughs> um love death and robots we did that one that was cool but we're here now with unbelievable so this show uh came out a few weeks ago and i wasn't gonna watch it right off the bat but then i saw the cast and i was like oh man that's incredible i gotta i gotta watch that immediately so yeah. basically if you guys don't know it's based on the true story of maria teenager who is charged with lying about having been raped and the two female detectives who followed the path to the truth is determined to uncover this case. So, of course, it uh, premiered on Netflix September 13th, day after my birthday. And it stars, of course, Caitlin Deaver, Tony Collette, and Merritt Weaver. Now, there's only one name in that bunch that brought me to this show, and that is Tony Collette. She mm-hmm. was my queen of last year's Hereditary and stuff. So, I was so in to see this and stuff like that. Seems like she's been doing a lot of Netflix stuff lately, you know, yeah. which is cool. Uh, Caitlin Deaver, I'm also a huge fan of because of her year as well with, uh, you know, Them That Follow, of course, Book Smart and stuff like that. And then Merritt Weaver, I, I know her from The Walking Dead. So, I was like, this is a great. Great. Yeah. Um, this this was a great cast. So, what what were your thoughts about the what what drew you to watching this show um, initially? Um, so I originally thought it was a film. So I thought, oh, okay, mm. it's just a film. I kind of want to savor it. So that's why I didn't watch it straight away because I knew it would probably be good. But I thought it was kind of like maybe a two hour film. And then I saw that it was episodes, and I was like, yes, there's lots of it, which was really, um, which was really good because then I can get into it more. But um. I think again, Tony Collette was a big one um, that kind of got me there. But also, um, Caitlin Dem- D- Diva is it Diva? Um, it's Dever Diva. I always Dever. get confused. <laughs> one <laughs> so of those. she, yeah, she was what drew me to it because obviously she was in um, Booksmart last year. This year, I've lost track. So I really, year, yeah. yeah, I really enjoyed her in that. So this was kind of a very like a contrasting role to that. So I was really interested. Yes, I, uh, yeah, same thing, same here. I was, I was just, that's what drew, because Netflix, I mean, um, I just, because Netflix, it's so, it's, it's very, the thing about Netflix is that it's very inconsistent, so, you don't know if you're going to get a good show or you don't like a good show masterpiece kind of show or you don't go if you're going to get like like a just hot trash. Uh, for instance, yeah. you know, you and I, we were into Netflix. We do these shows. Anytime a big Netflix show comes around, you're always the first person I text or message <laughs> like, oh, have you seen this show and blah, blah, blah. And same with you. You know, you'll hit me up yeah. or something like that. And it's always like that. But like with this show. Because um, I, I think I was trying to finish Orange is the New Black, and I have not finished it yet because I'm just – it's dragging for me. I don't know what yeah. it is, but it's just dragging. So mm-hmm. I've been looking for a new Netflix show, and I'm like, okay, what's going on? I initially thought this was a movie as well. And then I was like, oh, yeah. this is a this is, this is is a miniseries. This is interesting and stuff. So um, before we get into – before we get into the spoilers of this show and all that stuff, what were your thoughts on the season as a whole, like on this entire, the entirety of the show? What are some aspects that you enjoyed, some aspects that you didn't like, all that stuff? Um, I thought it just, 
I think in terms of because I did a bit of research and it's obviously based on true events and um, it was an article that was written and then they also talked about it on I think this American Life podcast so it kind of been around or talked about before but um, I thought they handled um, like the discussion of the rapes and the attacks and all that I thought everything was handled with complete respect like right. it was it wasn't like some it feels like gratuitous truth I can't even say it right now um it feels like it's it talks about it just to talk about it to kind of give a bit of a gruesome edge but actually this was very kind of it was clinical and it was I just thought it was handled with respect and I feel like if you were one of the victims watching that you'd feel like they'd probably done a good job that they hadn't made your like sensationalized what happened to you I felt like that was that was really good and I also read that the real Marie kind of enjoyed the series obviously it was she mentioned it was a really hard watch for her obviously but she said she thought it was handled really well so I was kind of pleased with that because I personally thought that it was handled well and then to hear that she did as well um that was really great um there wasn't anything I really disliked about it I'm kind of there was maybe a predictable a predictability in the fact that kind of Tony Collette and um I've forgotten her name Merritt Merit Weaver yeah yeah I thought mm-hmm. it was slightly predictable that they kind of almost rubbed each other up the wrong way at first and they obviously wasn't Tony Collette's character wasn't used to working with a partner that mm-hmm. kind of thing but then as soon as that kind of hinted at it it kind of stopped and it didn't really take it too far so I was kind of glad they eased off on the I don't need a partner kind of cop because I feel like that's been done so many times but I yeah I agree it worked out well yeah, I would agree with you. I was um you can you definitely can see the the um like the predictability of that kind of aspect of the story of the cop who doesn't want a partner, but then the the one is yeah. so like consistent and she's like, you know, persistent and stuff like that and wants to do this it wants to work with her, blah, 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 and stuff. But yeah, I, I would have to agree with you. I, I've watched so many movies and so many TV shows, um, you know, R-rated kind of TV shows that do the same thing as far as rape and stuff, and they kind of hammer on the fact that you're supposed like this we're going to give you this grotesque rape scene Mm. and stuff like that to kind of hammer on the show and i felt that the show was so much more powerful without because it didn't need to do that you know you see what i mean you hear what's going on but you don't really like see a lot of what's happening and stuff and i actually really enjoyed that because a lot of creators and writers would think that okay we have to to hook this audience we have to have this grotesque you know what I mean? Like, like, mm, like, like, yeah, like, too, like, you know, we're going to have this, this very dark scene and stuff to kind of capitalize on what this show is. And I realized, you know, the main runner of the show was Susanna Grant, who was the main director and stuff like that. And, and, and I yeah. think part of that has to do with her being a female, because like, yeah. you don't need to. And this is this has been the year of that, actually. And I mean, I'm so happy to see all of that because you don't need to hammer on the fact that this is the show because the show is not solely about rape it's about finding who this monster is and stuff like that and yeah. these and these women come into terms whether it's the cops or whether it's marie or whether it's the other victims and stuff and i found that a lot in like movies uh this year because in book smart as well you know book smart olivia yeah. wilde directed that and she directs the sex scene and it's not like this grotesque kind of kind of you know like sex scene and stuff like that it's like a very respectable scene and then the same thing with the same thing with hustlers hustlers is about a group of strippers who do these kind of crazy things but once again Mm -hmm. it's not this like it's not like this 
just like X-rated kind of movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. and and that was also directed by a woman. So you can always tell, you know, yeah. who's directing it, and you know the respect behind the lens of the camera. So I've, I enjoyed that as well too. You yeah. know, I suppose it kind of contributed as well to not show the scenes in full kind of their recollections and their kind of flashbacks because obviously with trauma and kind of PTSD often you can't actually remember every single detail and obviously that is very much what Marie kind of goes through it's such a yeah obviously a colossal horrible thing that happens to her is that she finds it hard to recall events and she finds it hard to talk about her feelings and then to have just glimpses of the attack it I think it helped us as the viewer get into her mind frame a lot more so she only has glimpses of the attack and I feel like the police officers at the start that obviously didn't believe her um I think probably their mind their mindset was how can something so horrific happen to you but you can't remember any of it and again that's probably them not having any experience with it and people I think the whole series is about how people react differently to trauma and evidently these kind of yeah, Marie's kind of way of dealing with it, I suppose, isn't just blocking it completely. And I thought it was really good because obviously there's a few um, female victims, unfortunately, of this like horrible person, but they all have different ways of reacting. And I thought it was really interesting showing their different reactions throughout. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I was just like, um, I just thought it was a really, really powerful show. So, um, all right. So it looks like we both enjoyed it the same amount yeah. and stuff like that. Let's get into these spoilers because I have a lot to say. And I'm sure you have some stuff to say. So that yeah. is it, everyone. Spoilers coming in five, four, three, two, one. If you have not seen the show yet, please go watch it. Come back. Come join us. Come talk about it. Let's discuss and let's get right into it. Because... This show, I okay. So this show kind of messed with me in good and bad ways because I th- I feel like I was I thought I was being tricked. So mm-hmm. the first episode, you're focused on this Marie and stuff like that, and then when they get into, I was really I was into it. Like the first twenty minutes, I was just so hooked, and yeah. then they get into like Marie's kind of backstory, and I thought that this was becoming a story of a lying victim because I've never mm-hmm. heard of this true story and stuff like that. So I had thought that we were getting into a like TV show of a, a victim who's like been lying and wants attention. And I was like, Oh no, I don't want that. You know what I mean? Like I just wasn't into it. Then I was mm-hmm. like, I don't like that idea, but they do so good at like tricking you because she wasn't lying and stuff like that. But she just kind of said that she was lying because I never I when you hear about these stories about someone who's accusing another person of rape or whatever or sexual assault, uh, you you hear this story and people already create a narrative of, you know, that, okay so they're lying or maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. I'm watching this show. And I got to hear like five different people ask her what happened. And I'm like, holy crap, like like jesus like let her you know marinate mm. with this first and like first the cops ask her then the investigators ask her then the people who's cleaning up ask her then the people at the hospitals asking her i'm like yo this is crazy yeah. like and now and i and i thought that was such an interesting way to show the audience what happens when women who do get raped and stuff like that what happens and then how like hammer how like no one really believes the suspect or i mean the victim 
at first and i'm like this sucks you know what i mean so i can imagine yeah. it being her like i was like this sucks so yeah like I, it was just crazy watching all of that unfold you know yeah definitely i thought yeah to put us through that over and over again and i think it's it's easy for us to like if you think of an event that happened to yourself and then you've got to retell it so many times like especially if it's something horrible like you think of things as you're processing like you say like as she's coming to terms with what happened to her she's probably thinking of more things that she didn't think about originally so but yeah I totally agree at first I was really angry because I was like oh this is this is horrible and um obviously as it kind of carried on there was you could just felt it was uneasy something wasn't right and there was a couple of things I had about so when they're interviewing her she had nobody with her in the room like nobody was there she was completely alone it was two guys and for someone who was saying they've kind of obviously been raped by a male I thought is it really fair to have her in the room alone like I don't know if that's allowed um with two males who are being quite aggressive to get the story out of so that situation itself I was like that must be awful to have to retell that and already they're suspicious of you yeah and then I was like um and then I I noticed in the show they were they kept getting mad at her because her stories were different I'm like well you've asked her what happened five different times of course her story is going to be different yeah. you know what I mean it's not going to be like a perfect story each time you ask her so um that was like making me upset for the character and stuff and then yeah it was just so much stuff that was happening with her as far as her character that was just getting me so um annoyed yeah. and then they they kind of try to paint this picture they kind of trying to take paint this picture that maybe she's not being truthful. So they kind of dive into more of her backstory than her mom yeah. or like her, her, Oh yeah. Like she's a foster child and stuff. So that's yeah. obviously hard, but then like her foster mother kept talking and stuff like that. It was just, it was, it was all crazy. Really, really crazy. Yeah. And they kind of tried to use her backstory against her almost. So it was like, Oh, she's a, she's um, a foster kid. She's been in the system since she was like, I don't know, three years old. And then there was mm -hmm. like hints of physical and sexual abuse that Marie herself had experienced before this. So I think that kind of they basically saw her as a write off when she walked in the, in the room, when probably what they should have thought is have a look at her background first and then see. Because I think basically when they saw that, they was like, right, she must be lying because she's had all this stuff. It's obviously affected her. When instead they probably should have thought she's maybe she's got kind of like a, a delicate she's in a delicate place she's got a delicate sense of mind she's she's been through a lot so maybe kind of be aware of that more rather than go against it kind of go with it and they just didn't do that yeah yeah it was crazy and then um so and, and then by the way like the first episode caitlin deaver's performance was just mm -hmm. like her performance was so good you so know good. she she was really good as this character really good at playing on the emotions of someone who's been through trauma i don't know what's going what's what's happened in her personal life but uh i mean she just played this this part so well and stuff mm -hmm. and i'm sure that's why she was cast obviously but she was she, she was just it was hard the first episode because i'm like is she is she lying or not? Because like like yeah. like the like the um forensics said they they no sign of for forced entry, no sign of uh you know any damage to her as far as stuff like that you know. Mm -hmm. And then um she I what messed her up too was when she's like yeah I used my feet to dial 
you know, and I'm like, yeah. oh man, I don't, I just didn't know what to believe. I didn't know who to believe. And I guess that's, that's the part, that's the point of the title of the show and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. what is going, what's going on here? Because like I said, I could have just like searched the story and saw what happened. Um, you know, while I was watching the show, I was like, no, I'll, I'll do research after. I just want to, I was like on the edge of my seat because I'm like, I want to know what's going on. So really good yeah. on everyone's part, you know? Um, I think, um, sorry, just to add that, you just reminded me of something. So, um, the whole, I think I'm right in saying this, that she was the um the the rape the rapist she was the rapist's right. first victim so i think the police were just totally totally unaware of maybe i don't know they obviously they seemed to not work a lot on rape cases it seemed it seemed like they just wanted a clear cut did it happen did it not and when that wasn't quite right maybe they should have considered this could be the very first victim so he might not have his um i don't know what to say about it he might not have a certain if it's his first time doing this he hasn't got a way of what he wants to do if you know what i mean so her case may have differed to other ones to come because it was his first like his first time doing that so as he kind of got as he had more victims which is awful he kind of he even said, I think, in the program that like people like me should be locked up and then we need to be stopped, otherwise we'll just keep doing it. So in a way, he he perfected his technique of how to do it. So he was he got better at doing that. So maybe they should have thought about that first, that even though she right. hasn't got any physical injuries, maybe this was his first time, so he doesn't know what he's doing almost. It sounds awful to talk about it like that, but yeah. Um, yeah, I imagine a murderer's first victim, if they're serial killer or something like that, um, mm. it wouldn't be the same as another one they've done years later. Like they obviously they work out how to do things, which is horrible. But yeah, yeah, I um, it was like, and I'm always a huge fan of these kind of like thriller kind of what happened, not not necessarily who done it, because mm -hmm. I can tell it wasn't one of those shows where I, I thought it, I thought at first because I was like I was looking at every every guy on the show like you did it you did it you did it and stuff but it wasn't it wasn't like one of those shows like uh oh okay try to figure out who of this cast did it it yeah. it's no one on the cast I thought it was yeah. actually um we'll get into the cat those characters in a minute but I thought it was Mary Weaver's husband me I was too like, I, 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 was, I was like <laughs> I was like the guy's a cop the guy is clean. The, I was like, it's him. It's him. Yeah, and then, me too. And then, like, and then, like, it, it just it, it it sets you up in a way where you have to realize by like episode five, it's not one of those shows or like you know whether it's like like a mm -hmm. horror movie where a horror movie it's someone on the cast who did it and stuff. Yeah, it's it's a random complete person that you've never seen. You know what I mean? Some random because that because that's how it is. You know what I mean with yeah. these kind of case? It's just some yeah, random yeah. dude with a motive and stuff. So. After the first episode, when we're only on Marie, uh, then we get introduced to Tony Collette and Mary Weaver. So what did you think about them two? I thought um, Tony Collette was, um, she's very charismatic and you could tell from watching that this wasn't her first case. But um, I think you could tell that she had definitely hardened over the years, whereas, um, why can I not remember this woman's name? Every single time. Merit, character, Merit Weaver, there we go. Yeah, yeah. The character's so, name is um, Duvall, I forget too. I forget all. Yeah, Karen Duvall, and then yeah. Tony Collette was Grace Rasmussen. Rasmussen. Okay, so yeah, so Karen, I think she was kind of fairly new, and I think the emotion was still very, very much there for her. 
and like you could see that straight away whereas Tony Collette's character had kind of um, blocked that out she was quite emotionless and I think because it kind of hinted that she was that her and her husband have maybe not issues but she mentions in passing that her husband says she should open up more because she's not emotional I think obviously doing what she does it's made her emotionless so I think it was really nice because Karen obviously brought out an emotional side to Grace over the over the episodes and actually kind of got her like broke her down a little bit and actually got her to talk about it but yeah I think both characters really complemented each other very well Agreed. Agreed. I actually, and I also really love the relationship of, um, um, you know, Karen. No, I think it, it's a Grace. One of them, Tony Collette. I love yeah, the yeah. relationship. The relationship between her, her and her husband in the show, yeah. because she's trying to get information from him because he's also in the, uh, he's also in the in the uh, you know industry and stuff like that. Yeah. He's also in the police and stuff, and he, she's trying to get this information on like some some kind of car or something like that. Um. So that was interesting. It's just like it also so they also introduced so Merritt Weaver, once again, I liked her too, but then once again I did think that her husband, the way they would like they 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 looked like they were setting him up a little bit to be like the yeah. guy who did it. And I, it was clever because I was like, Oh, he did it. It's it's her husband, he's right there, you know. But they kinda kinda shoo that away a little bit and stuff. They kinda give him like a little alibi. I was like, Okay, so it's not the husband. But I I I, I had to part of the one section in the show, I, I told myself, I said, Dwayne, you got to stop looking at this as a fictional story. It's not yeah. a fictional story. This is not a horror movie on, like, Blumhouse. This, you got to stop mm-hmm. thinking about, this is not Gone Girl. You just got to stop thinking about it as a fictional story. It's a true yeah. story. It's not her husband. So I was like, okay. And then I just kind of shut that out of my brain and kept yeah. watching it. I just, I love what they were doing with it because... Even the uh, the suspect was so smart, and then they introduced like these other victims and stuff. So yeah. one of the one of the victims, uh, one of the victims actually got away because she had landed on her head. She jumped out of a. Yeah. a uh, that was that was insane. I'm like, how are you alive right now? Um, yeah. So that was crazy. And then another victim was kind of a um, she she was one of the victims that got kind of closer to Duvall and stuff. So. Her story yeah. was her story was crazy, and then the older older victim. So this guy's just going after all types of ages, anyone and stuff. And I thought that was yeah. interesting as well. Yeah, the character. I think um, it's um, she, she's called Amber in the program, but she's uh, her name is Danielle McDonald, and she was in Dumplin' on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, she was really good. She was so I thought it was good that they showed that kind of victim and again it's hard like you say it's hard not to think about this as being fiction like it's real so it really does show how people react differently to trauma so Amber's character well Amber in the um, I think she was the second victim Mm -hmm. she was very seemingly very calm she remembered like lots of details she was happy to kind of let um, Karen kind of swab her face she remembered a lot and thinking of times and she was very she was very functional like she was like right I've done this I need to do that next yep I'm okay doing that and then and obviously that was very different to Marie and then I think it kind of came on a little bit later for her because she mentioned how she'd she'd slept with two men randomly and she was kind of ashamed of herself for doing it and she said it's just not like me and I think that's probably a way of her coping and I think Karen mentions how it's probably a display of that you have control back that you can choose who you want to sleep with but I thought 
each like you said each victim was very different and they handled trauma in different ways and I thought it was just really really useful and a good kind of character study on that yeah so that that character's name was Amber um mm. yeah I forget when is, she was in Bird Box right because I'm like I um, when I was watching oh, the show yeah. I was like I was like where where are you from so she's in she was in Bird Box yeah she was in Bird Box, Patty, that Patty Cakes, that's the movie, and Dumplin'. A lot of Netflix yeah. shows she's in, or stuff that she's into. But I thought she's she was great. She's in American great. Horror Story as well. How weird. What? Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't even I, know. I th- yeah, I thought she was great. I actually see the cast. I really, really enjoyed because there's also one of um one of uh Detective Grace Rasmussen's partner was uh Dale Dickey. She she plays Rosemary, kind of the older kind of partner to uh Tony Collette's character. Remember they had she had a, that core group of like like a hacker kind of kid and stuff yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah, I, I thought they were great and stuff too. Everyone everyone was just really really good. So I was all up in the show, all in the in the show as far as the cast and stuff. So another thing I I noticed too, I um because I don't know what it was. What it, I think by like episode three, I was like, I don't think I like this Marie at character. But yeah. I I had to I had to just try to think about like how she's feeling before I kind of made that judgment, you know, because I was watching the show and I'm like, I don't know, she's rude to everyone. She's yeah. like in a mood. She's kind of selfish in a way and stuff like that. But yeah. then I'm like, but then I'm like, well, she's been through a lot of stuff. And then and then I that's when I'm just like, okay, she's fine. Cause like I get it. She's in she's been through a lot of stuff. She doesn't trust anyone. Her walls are completely like hum- yeah. it's like it's it's so it's so high, her walls and so thick and stuff. So I was like, she has trust issues. She's been yeah. abandoned by families left and right and stuff like that. Her friends left and right. Nobody believes so she had to lie to the authorities and stuff like that. So yeah. um, I don't know. I don't know. But I, but I guess once again, just the way Caitlin Deaver was playing her, it just was was great. So I mean, that's probably one of the reasons why I was like, I don't know about her, but I get it. You know. Yeah, yeah. There was a really good scene where, because the state kind of gives her a measly five hundred dollars, as if to say, like, yeah, sorry about all this. Whoops, and rightly so. That mm-hmm. kind of. I think that's the final straw for it is that like obviously no not a figure in the world could could kind of repair what's happened to her or any of the victims but just it's an insult like here's five hundred dollars and yeah get on with it kind of thing and then when she went to see the cops and she was like you've not even given me an apology and I think that was a really big turning point for her character that she agreed Agreed, she was sick yeah. of it. She was so done. And I think she said a really good line. I can't remember word for word where she's like, you just, mm-hmm. you kind of get what you're given. And then the guy who's helping her is like, but when you ask for more, you get more. So mm-hmm. I thought that was a real good turning point for her. And it kind of snapped her into action. Like, actually, this wasn't okay. And what happened was bad. Like, this shouldn't have happened. And it did. So how can I kind of get something out of this, even if it's just... I don't know, like an apology. So I thought that yeah. was a really good scene. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I was watching that. I was like, oh man, that's like she's just so good. And then I was, uh, what else? What else? What I was, what I was doing? I was so with this show. I 
enjoyed it, of course, and stuff like that. There's a lot of really good scenes too. So yeah. one of the one of the big scenes that I really enjoyed is it's kind of like it wasn't like a ser- more of a it was it was like one of the lesser serious scenes in the show. But it was when um, Duvall was in the bar. And she was trying to like, you know, she's in that area. I think she she had drove there because they had like oh, a lead yeah. over there. Mm-hmm. And that guy, they had the weird dude who was looking oh, at all the young. Yeah, yeah, they had the they had the weird guy who was looking at all the like young girls and stuff like that. And she's looking at him, and then he starts like feeling her a little bit and stuff. And then she just gets up and shows <laughs> yeah. her badge and and gun. I was like, yes, girl, that is amazing. I was I love that scene so much because. Like men, a, a a lot of horrific men, like men, they they just automatically feel whether no matter how big or small the women the woman is, they just automatically feel the sense of power. So yeah. he's looking at her and he's just he just like looks he likes what he sees. So he already automatically sees like I have the gain over her if I yeah, was yeah. to do something. And all she has to do is stand up and show her badge, show Watch her gun. Badge. And just, mm-hmm. you, I've never seen someone cower so quickly. I, I love that scene. I just love <laughs> that scene. A lot of, a lot of people probably won't like that scene because like, oh, uh, you know, not all guys like that. But I'm saying like, there are, yeah. they're all guys, they're all guys who are like that. And I love yeah, that scene all. so much. I don't know. I just wanted to bring that up. <laughs> yeah. I really like that too. It was, uh, she was done in that scene as well. And yeah, the kind of, the feeling of yes go for it and I think Karen I don't know if Tony Collette would have done that on her character would have done that but I feel like Karen had a like it was very personal for Karen I think because she has obviously she's got two daughters as well and um I think even meeting with I think the the first victim Amber had a massive effect on Karen because I don't think Karen could quite understand how Amber Mm -hmm. having just dealt with this horrific attack was being so straightforward and helpful. And I think that kind of made Karen feel like, right, I really need to kind of find this guy because this woman is being so brave and she's just gone through all this. So I think the whole thing was very personal for Karen. And I think deep down it was for um, Tony Collette's uh, character, Grace, but I, I feel like she's done it a lot of times and Grace is yes. a small revenge kind of, let's get him, let's, let's like nail him. Whereas Karen, I think she was quite emotional about the whole case yeah that was diff because you can tell that grace was more of the non-emotional uh you know this is only business kind of character and detective and stuff and she's probably done a a, a a plethora of these kind of cases where they do find whoever it is and they put them away and stuff and yeah. that is that that brings me to when it brings me to when at the end where they actually do find the guy they have him they have his location and mm. Uh, Grace is like she doesn't want to go, and you think yeah. at first you're like, oh, why is she not? Why is she not going? You know, go with her. I was mm-hmm. like, why is her character doing this and stuff like that? But then it's revealed by her other partner that was in the room that she wanted to give this kind of redemption yeah. moment for Duvall, and I love that scene. I love that. that. I love really that so scene. much. Yeah, yeah really I good scene. That was really nice of her to do that, and I think again when Karen did catch him I think in a way she was disappointed I don't know if you got that feeling but Mm. he did not put up a fight he just kind of was like yeah okay you found me and I feel like Karen had braced herself for like this guy's going to attack he's going to do something and I think almost not a disappointment but I think it shocked her a lot because she was expecting this horrible man and actually he seemed obviously pretty normal and he kind of gave himself up easy so that was kind of weird as well 
interesting but quite weird. Yeah, because it, it looks like they were preparing for a fight in that moment too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I liked that a lot. So let's get right into it. They find who it is. At first, it's two brothers, and they think that the uh, they think that the one is the skinnier kind of brother and stuff. And yeah, they yeah. see him, they follow him a little bit, and it turns out he's not. When they collect his uh, when they collect his his coffee cup and stuff like yeah. that. And then they realize that he's in, he's live. It's two people in there. So they have the other brother. Here's what. Here's where I was like, what? Um. So, the the brother who did it. They catch him. They bring him in. Stuff yeah. like that. And then it's done. And then they search the house. Okay. So mm-hmm. they search the house and they find all this creepy stuff. They find the camera. They find this and that. They find everything. They they got him. You know. Yeah. But then his brother was like. What did my brother do? I was like, "What? It's right there." I'm like, "Aren't you yeah, guys living yeah. together?" I, yeah. I was like, I, "So I was like, wait a minute. There's no way he doesn't know what he's been doing. Just walk in the room. They live together." I was like, "Or am yeah. I? Did I get that? Did I get that mistaken? Like, did they? Were they not living together? Because I'm I, like, just the room is right there. How do you not know what yeah. he's doing?" I was like, "What?" <laughs> I think maybe I I felt the same. I I think they purposely kind of left the brother out of it and didn't really show us the grilling of him but yeah. I mean, maybe because the the other brother had a girlfriend didn't he so not the attacker but he had a girlfriend and I'm not sure if she was living with him as well I don't know but I don't know if because he did say in the interview room didn't he that oh he always knew he was weird but I don't know yeah. blah, blah, blah. and I was like if you knew like... he was weird kind of define weird what what did you think was weird about him so yeah I, I feel like he I wonder if he feels guilty or he felt guilty in that moment because he probably suspected maybe not what he actually did, but there's something not right here and did nothing. Yeah, I, I yeah, I was like, arrest the brother too. This is bullshit. He knows. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I was just, I was so not into that. I was like, there's no yeah, way yeah. because the door. It's not like the door was like padlocked and stuff. And there's like, you know what I mean? You can't go in there yeah. unless the brother's home. The door was cracked, I believe. Yeah, I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, it but, was a good bit in it because I was a bit like, oh, it's kind of like he's not even hidden the stuff. And then I was like, well, actually, that kind of shows what what person he is that he thinks he's so. Because it was really, really uncomfortable when they were the victims were talking about how polite he was in some cases and saying weird stuff like when he'd broken in through the door, he was then saying to the victim, well, you know, you should get that door fixed, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, how dare you? That's so disgusting. And then I think that kind of, that kind of suggests that he is just brazen. He does not care. And kind of to not even really hide the the things he's stolen very well. It, It says to me that I'm a man who thinks, like you were saying earlier, that I have a right to women's bodies and like I don't, I don't have to, abide by the law he was very out and out and brazen about it i thought yeah i didn't like i i i know it was like man these kind of these kind of like i i I almost i almost wish you were like a crazy person you know what i mean because it's it's even more it's even more disrespectful when he's just fine you know what i'm saying he got caught he's fine he's taking off his clothes he's fine he he's not i almost like that's what i'm saying i almost wish you were a psychopath to kind of just make this kind of feel to justify all of this and it's just like he's nice to these girls in a way and he's like dressing them up he's taking pictures of them he 
Yeah. It's it's just so weird. And I'm like, and it's like, it's not, this is a true story. And there's, there's guys who are like this. And it's just like, it's crazy. So passive aggressive. Hey, she picked that door, by the way. You know what I mean? Like, what? Yeah. Like, it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. The ending of the show was also really good. I think they gave him, um, what was it, like 200 years? I think it was 300 pre- years. Three, okay, okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know much about the court system and stuff, so I, maybe it's like, a, it's like a, a hidden thing. But why do, why do, like, why do judges do this? Why? Obviously, he's not going to live for 330 years. So can, <laughs> yeah. you, can you just say that he has it for life? You're in there for life yeah. or something. Yeah. I always think it's so ridiculous when they do, like, you're in the, you, we, we, you're going to be in prison for a thousand years. What? <laughs> yeah. But, um, Maybe but, it's for like effect, but yeah, either way. Yeah, he, yeah, you he know. A lot. Yeah, he's in there, and as he should be. I mean, he, I don't remember him killing. He didn't kill anyone, right? But still, this is just like, know. still, this is just like, you know, this is a whole nother thing and stuff. And I think the last episode was more so, I think that was, the court episode was before the last episode, correct? I think, and the... Yeah. That kind of episode was kind of just touch base for everyone, kind of like the filler episode to see what everyone's got to do with the rest of their life and stuff yeah. like that. But um, I, I thought it was a great way to end the show. Great redemption story for everyone. Um, Obviously, the victims are not going to be 100% after this because they still have these kind of they still have these events in their lives and, the, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But um, I was very happy to see that they caught him. If the, if the season would have ended and they, they never caught him, I was just going to be like, oh, that sucks. You know, so yeah. I was I happy they caught the, him and stuff. Yeah, I thought the court scene was good again because it, it really reinforced that everybody is different and they react different because a few of the victims hadn't gone, a few had. The older lady kind of directly addressed him, which I thought was, I don't think I'd be able to do that, but um, she directly addressed him and kind of like like shouted at him, like, why, why me? And I thought that was extremely brave. Then the one that kind of broke loads of body bones when she jumped out the window she kind of was there but was very she was obviously very nervous and anxious and then the character amber she sat at the back so she was kind of quite on her own but all she needed to see was him he'd been sentenced and then she was well she wasn't fine but she kind of was like right okay and left the room and i thought again that really showed how everybody is different and they process things and deal with things really different so i really like that scene yeah, everyone deals with trauma in different ways and stuff like that. And, um, you know, so it's just I, I also like that as well, because not everyone's going to be like, yeah, you got them. I'm, I'm free. You know, everyone. Yeah, a lot of that's m- not it. Yeah, some of them might, but then there's also the group of pe- group of women who are just gonna feel okay. That's great, but I still have I'm still dealing with this and stuff like mm. that. So it takes a it takes a lot, you know, to go back into that mental state and stuff like that. And I I think one of the the older woman, I were I forget her dialogue. There was a scene where she was just. I think she was talking to the guy or something. She kept saying, why me? And stuff like that. And I, you know what I mean? And she kept talking about how she can't do something without something. And I was like, that sucks. And this, man, I was, I was saying she couldn't walk the dog and stuff like that. It was horrible. Yeah. I was on the verge of tears a lot in this show. I'm like, I, 
this is this is very really powerful stuff. I think they should have they should have released the show earlier in the year so I can get it so I can see that so it can get nominated for all that it need to be nominated for. Yeah. It was just so great. And you know what I mean? I was just it was a good show. Really, really good show. Um everyone, if you haven't seen this show, you gotta check it out. It's only eight episodes. It's not like a thirteen episode show. It's eight episodes, limited series. Each episode Pretty is about cool. like yeah, each episode is about fifty minutes, I would say. So mm-hmm. check this, check check it out. You won't like be disappointed. Everyone, and I mean everyone, was really good. Everyone was great. The 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 directing was great. The writing, cinematography, all of it was great. The soundtrack and the score was also really good. You know, so I'm a huge fan of this show, and I and I really really enjoyed it. One of my favorites of the year and stuff Me like too. that. I think you and I at the end of the year are gonna have to do like our top ten Netflix stuff. Yeah, that's a good know. idea. <laughs> to talk about all the stuff that came out but um yeah it was really good so uh any last kind of words for the show like closing statements and stuff like that before we get off the air um i, I mean really i just really enjoyed it um i was again i think it's important to remember whilst you're watching it it's it's quite easy to slip into oh this is a this is a fiction story and it's because you're watching it it feels like god this is awful I'm glad it didn't happen and actually obviously it it did so it's I think I have to keep reminding myself that throughout I don't know about you so that's I think it's an interesting like Mm -hmm. um mindset to be in that's watching it yeah I once again it was a great show I really enjoyed it I'm I'm so glad to, like I mean, because of course, like you have your you have your euphorias and you have your Stranger yeah. Things, but you know you have your Game of Thrones. But there's a very rare where you just have a personal story like this mm. and stuff, mm. and not just personal with the main act like character, personal with everyone. And it's like I and I'm sure everyone who was making this show, it was personal to all of them too. Um, yeah. So it 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 just it just resonates off the screen, and I enjoyed it so so much. But um. Alrighty, guys, that is it. That is our spoiler review for Unbelievable. Of course, with these kind of reviews, we can't get into every single episode and stuff because I don't remember everything, but I do remember the big stuff and the important stuff. So Mm -hmm. um, that is our spoiler review of the show. If you've seen it, please uh, let us know what you thought about it, you know, wherever you're listening to this. And if you haven't seen it, why are you listening this far? Go watch it and and go enjoy it like we did. Uh, Shannon, thank you once again for coming on to one of these reviews and stuff like thank that. You. I really uh, really appreciate it. Uh, what are some of the things? Yeah, uh, what what else you've been watching on uh, Netflix lately? Um, so I messaged you earlier about I'm watching a Netflix film called In the Tall Grass, and um, mm-hmm. I mean it's got a user review of five point six on IMDb. So I mean oh, I don't no, like no. to take them too seriously, but I'm kind of on the same vibe at the minute. But I am intrigued oh. to how it ends. But apparently I don't even know it's a Stephen King novella, and we all know that Stephen King is either very very good or very very bad. So hmm. I I I noticed they've been doing a lot of his like little smaller stories. Like yeah. what was that other movie from last? I think it was like. From last year, like nineteen something, forty two, something oh, like that. Yeah, uh, I did watch that actually, and yeah. that was that, that was Stephen King as well. Um, it it looks bad. I just I was like, yeah. I don't know about this because you know how when you log on to Netflix, they have the kind of trailers and stuff going on. Um, yeah. it it look it looks rough, and I was like, I don't know. Uh, but I'll check it out. It's it's spooky season, so maybe we'll see and stuff like that. But I mean, I guess for me, I I'm trying to finish Orange is the New Black. It's I just I don't know. Have you started that? Um. Yeah. Did you finish yeah, it? I yeah. I finished the last season. I thought. Um. I was just disappointed at the end episode because I felt like some. 
some characters were focused on more than others and yeah. the ones that weren't focused on were actually the more interesting characters so i was left wondering but what happens to them so yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I I've been I've been watching like a, an episode a week just because like it's just like it's so there's just like you know you and I would know this. There's just TV. There's so much stuff. You know what I mean? There's all these streaming services. There's too much stuff. Whether it's Netflix, Hulu, Prime Video, um, HBO, just just there's just stuff everywhere. Disney Plus, and that's coming up soon. Apple TV is coming up. There's just a lot of things going on. I saw an ad when yeah. I was on IMDb just now. Um, you know, searching the unbelievable show to get the cast and all that stuff. I'm seeing this ad for Elizabeth Elizabeth Olsen's new show called Sorry for Your Loss on 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 Facebook Watch. So there's just so much. And if you can't grasp my in if you can't grasp my entrance with like my my interest in the first episode like unbelievable did or like any other show then i i just got yeah. i just i just gotta move on for a moment you know what i mean and unfortunately yeah. i love i love glow but that's what happened like the first two episodes i was like eh, all right i'm gonna watch something else for right now because yeah. i just i gotta you gotta you gotta hook me with all the good television that's on right now and all the good tv shows you just gotta hook me and stuff and you know what i mean so it's tough it's hard but uh, I mean, I'm a, I'm gonna try to finish Glow. I'm gonna try to finish Orange Is the New Black at some point. I just started watching Breaking Bad for the first time, so that's been like all up in my Netflix queue. Oh, wow. It's just, yeah, I've never seen the show, so I'm I'm almost I'm on season two right now, and I'm loving it. So I don't know, yeah. I got stuff to watch. So if you're not if you're not good in the first episode, then I just I gotta move on. You know what I mean? Because there's just so much yeah, good stuff yeah. out and stuff. You and you I know that best. <laughs> yeah, you and I know that. There's just so much good stuff. You know. But um, hopefully you and I can get another one of these reviews, kind of reviews done. Not sure what's coming out as far as Netflix goes, but I know there's a couple more shows that we... I do want to review Mindhunter when I finish that, too. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, please yeah, do Yeah, I do want to <laughs> do that show and whatever other show we have to, to watch and stuff that's coming out. But um, all right, guys, that is it. That is our spoiler review for Netflix's Unbelievable. Thank you guys for joining us. I really do appreciate it. Uh, Shannon, let everyone know where they can find you. Um, you can find us at whattheflick.com. Um, email me at whattheflickfilmblog.com um, and tweet us on Twitter. All righty. And you can find me on Twitter, Cinemaniac94, Instagram, Cinemaniac1994. And that is it. I'll be back later on tonight with our show with Larry, the box office show. Joker took away the weekend, so there's so much to discuss and stuff like that. So we'll get into that later. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Shannon. We'll be back for another Netflix review at some point down the line. And that is it. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.